Hello and welcome to Rollins Around Town. I'm Sam Stark. I serve as Vice President of Communications and External Relations here at Rollins College. Rollins Around Town is a showcase of, of outstanding people who make dynamic and important contributions to the Rollins campus and throughout Central Florida. In either case, these are difference makers who help uplift the mission and brand of Rollins and who help make our region a special place to live, learn, and work. Today, I am delighted to welcome Elijah Noel, Rollins Class of 2020. Elijah is a Central Floridian who attended Rollins, played on the basketball team, and was a very involved student and student leader. Within two years of graduating, Elijah ran for Winter Park City Commissioner. And the way I sort of summarize Elijah is that if humans were stocks, Elijah is one we would all buy now because the upside for this young man is limitless. Elijah, <laughs> Elijah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sam. Thank you for the kind words, and I'm glad to be here. Good. Thanks for uh, for being here. Talk a little bit sort of about, you know, you. Give us your quick background. You grew up in, in Central Florida area and, and got to Rollins. Just kind of what's the short version of, of, of your story getting you to Rollins College? Yes. So good morning, everyone. Uh, I'm Elijah Noel. Uh, I was born here in Orlando, Florida, um, and I moved up north for a while to Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Uh, my father was actually opening and closing Walmart stores back then. He was uh, heavy into retail. Um, then we came back down here to Deltona, Florida, where I, um, I guess, finished up middle school and definitely started high school at the Geneva School. Yep. Um, and from there, that was a, a perfect segue into to Rollins College. I imagine I got uh, somewhat good at basketball, um, and that, that helped play the part in, in me coming here to Rollins. Um, at Rollins here, obviously, I, I played basketball, an international business major, minor in Spanish, um, and I believe my senior year, Sam, is, is when I, I started connecting with you a little That's bit more. Right. Um, and I was able to intern for the Winter Park Mayor's Office. And I would, would say, I guess it's all been, been downhill from there. Yeah. You know, a little bit smoother sailing. That's good. <laughs> we started an event here called the Rollins State of the College, right? Everyone knows the State That's of the right. Union, State of the City, and State of the whatever. And we did our own State of the College event where we invited about 400 community leaders. And we, we wanted a, a student to sort of uh, share the story of why Rollins has been so important and impactful. And Elijah was our, was our opening speaker for that event. So uh, <laughs> you'll go down in history, my friend, for, uh, for, for that. What, what, I mean, what attracted you to Rollins? I mean, you, you, you played basketball, you, you, you know, that was an important part of it, but right. you're a local kid. And um, why did Rollins sort of hit you as the right place for you to be? Staying local was always important to me. Um, my family's here in, in Central Florida, right up the street. Um, a lot of them in the Pine Hills area. My mother uh, lives out in Millennia now, um, but we were kind of stationed in Deltona uh, throughout high school. Uh, but Rollins, in the way I see it, is very similar to the Geneva School. You know, it's a close-knit community. Uh, the, the teachers here really care. It's very similar to Geneva. Um, we actually had a good amount of college professors <laughs> at the Geneva School. I mean, of course, we have um, actual you know college professors here at, at Rollins and and um, just the, the, the ability to not let you fail here at Rollins is, is something that attracted me um, early on. You know, I did struggle um, here at Rollins. Um, but again, uh, that, that close-knit community, that's when uh, the comes together yeah. and, and really uh, almost saves you in a way if you're struggling uh, like me. And I know there are, are people who, who have struggled worse than me, come from worse circumstances. And that's essentially uh, why I... Um, try to be involved in the community in the way that I am. Yeah. Uh, it's because everybody's not afforded the same opportunities. 
you know, um, I wasn't afforded the, the same opportunities as, as certain others. Uh, but thanks to the, the guidance and tutelage of mentors similar to you, uh, Sam, um, I'm, I'm here today. Yeah, I love it. I, that, that was one of my questions. Did, did you have a mentor on campus? Um, did, did, did it change? Did it evolve over your four years? Yeah, I've, I've had mentors yeah. <laughs> on campus. Um, uh, I know there's uh, Lisa Gillian Crump over in the CCLP. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the entire CCLP staff really yeah. uh, took me under their wing. Tammy uh, Diebel, um, I don't believe she's she's here any longer. Yeah. Liz Bernstein, um, just individuals yeah. of that caliber. Um, I was fortunate enough to become a CCLP Center for Career Life and Planning um, Career Ambassador. And what that really means is I was reviewing resumes um, and helping out cover letters for other students. Um, I like to think I got pretty proficient at it yeah. <laughs> closer to the end of my time at Rollins. Um, but but the CCLP definitely, definitely just yeah. took me under my wing. Um, of course, Coach Kluzman, um, can't can't really talk about my college life without him. Coach Hogan as well, you know, developing us as uh, men as opposed to just, you know, students or athletes, but, yeah. but men as well. And then you. you oh, Sam. thanks, man. I appreciate it. Seriously. Uh, if you had to break it down by percentage, I ask this to Rollins alumni all the time. If you had to break it down by percentage, how much did you learn in the classroom versus out of the classroom? Hmm. That's a that's a good question. In the classroom versus out of the classroom. Now, now I'm going to give this percentage, but I, I don't want it to <laughs> seem as if I didn't learn we that <laughs> much in class because, of course, I learned a lot over the course of four, four and a half years. Um, but I would say it was... It, it, would, it would have to be about 40, 60 split, 40 inside the classroom yeah. and 60... Um, you know, outside. Yeah. And, and that's just, you know, more life experiences, uh, branching out, living on your own for the first time in college, meeting individuals of the like mind, meeting individuals who are not like-minded, um, but finding a, a way to kind of live cohesively uh, with them regardless. Yeah. You know, you make friends that you never thought you would make in college. Uh, and, and, you know, we, I guess the, the term for it would be, you know, book book smart versus uh, street smarts. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you get a little bit of both here at Rollins. Yeah. College, so. I think there's something about that. I think it's probably a pretty standard range for a lot of the guests we've had on the show sure. where it's about uh, the ability to adapt and pivot. And, right. and a lot of those are just experiences that you have with your adults, your mentors, your, your, your professors, you know, people that, like you said, we obviously all learned a lot in the classroom, but as we really kind of prepare for life and changing careers and new environments, um, some of the skills we learned out of the classroom were probably proved to be just as valuable, if not more so. Absolutely. I know we were just talking uh, before the show. Um, I you know, started off as a psychology major, right. um, wanting to be you know, a lawyer, and, and there's not a, specifically a law program here at Rollins. Um, and psychology was the next best thing, so I started off as a psych major, you know, psych 101 and everything, and of course I majorly pivoted from, from that. Yeah. Um, and that just learning yourself yeah. um, and learning what you, you want to do what, what, you know, kind of turns you on, get your gears going, and, and what doesn't is, I mean, integral to, to, to your college life yep. development. So after grad, right, you, you know, you had some unfortunate years of COVID, uh, <laughs> and that yeah. just uh, is a bummer uh, beyond belief. Uh, you made the best of it. After graduation, uh, where'd you go, and what would you get into right away after you graduated from Rollins? So, uh, again, I, I landed local. Um, so COVID hit uh, 2020, my senior year. Uh, we missed out on our final Fox Day. We missed out on, the, uh, you know, being able to walk a few things. Um, 
And I actually had a job lined up in Bentonville, Arkansas. I was going to go with Walmart, yeah. um, Walmart again. Um, and I was going to go to their corporate uh, side of things, and that's where their headquarters is in, in Bentonville, Arkansas. And, of course, that fell flat on its face once COVID <laughs> um, hit. Uh, it got to the point, and, you know, I'm not joking here, I couldn't even get uh, a 9 to 5 at Walmart at a certain point in time because that's that's to the point that I got at where I was like, okay, I just need a job. Right. I've been out of college, you know, a, a couple years now or a, a few months now. Um, of course, my internal clock <laughs> is, is going a little bit faster than, the, you know, the actual one. Right. Uh, so I was in a little bit of an unnecessary rush. But I really wanted the job, and I was telling myself, I was staying with my mom. She was out in Del- or Sanford still. Um, and, you know, I was saying at the end of the week, if I can't, you know, if I don't hear back from any of these jobs, these applications that I'm sending out, I'm just going to go apply to the McDonald's that's on the corner right there, and I'll start bringing in some money and carrying <laughs> my own weight. Yeah. Um, it didn't happen like that. Uh, fortunately enough, I walked into Publix um, maybe a, a week after that uh, promise to myself to work at McDonald's <laughs> um, and to get a rotisserie chicken. I was going to take it to my mom for her lunch break. And, uh, you know, I just I was at the point where I really needed a job. And um, I saw one of the managers there and I said, hey, are you, you guys applying? I had my Rollins basketball T-shirt. Uh, turns out he, he is a uh, huge Rollins uh, fan and donor. Um, and, of course, he was like, hey. Yeah, if you're looking for a job, you know, Publix, for some reason, and I found this very interesting, uh, the retail industry was thriving uh, during COVID. Um, and I guess in, in some ways it makes sense. In, in other ways, I, I thought that, you know, they would be taking a, a huge hit too. But, right. I mean, Publix, especially their e-commerce, was up about 300%. Yeah, um, That's Instacart. That's shopping online. That's people yep. pulling up to the curb and you, the, the delivery workers just bringing it out. Um, so I was fortunate enough to, to land a job. He hired me on spot. I started uh, orientation the next day. Uh, usually orientation for Publix is off in Lakeland, but of course through the COVID, uh, they just kind of did it um, in the store. Um, there was a lot of things. Of course, I never worked for Publix before, but there was a lot of things that were, were different because of COVID. Right. Um, but I landed very, very much local here, and I started working at the Winter Park Village Publix uh, here, um, and it was a great time. Yeah. It was fun. Um, I started also sub- uh, Subsequently, I guess, working in nightlife um, yeah. as the hospitality sector uh, that I'm currently operating in. Um, and uh, it, at first it was about a 60-40 split again. Yeah. Um, I was 60% Publix. And then every once in a while I had maybe two or three shifts as a door host uh, downtown making $60 a night. <laughs> um, and, 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 and that's, I, I guess, the, the short of yeah. my professional start here mm-hmm. in, in Central Florida after uh, COVID. And and it's evolved where you're you know full time in the entertainment and hospitality and event space. Can you talk a little bit about what you're doing now? Yes. So I'm currently the uh, assistant general manager. Uh, I've bounced around a little bit from club to club, uh, bar to bar, venue to venue. Um, But I'm currently the assistant general manager at Parlay Orlando. That's a new sports club in downtown Orlando. Um, It's more of a lounge kind of bar during the day. At night, we kind of move a little furniture around. Uh, not unsimilar to porch right up the street. Yep. Uh, we move some furniture around, cut the lights, you know, bring in a DJ. We have uh, LEDs. We have uh, lasers and stuff to make it a little bit more uh, nightlife-y. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm currently the assistant general manager and the VIP manager at Parlay Orlando. Um, and that's our umbrella company is Court Street Concepts. And we currently uh, own and operate Tier Nightclub, uh, Celine Orlando, which is more of a concert hall. And we've um, had a few Rollins events there over the years. Um, Elixir Orlando. I believe that's where the Gatsby event is, is most uh, prominently held, um, uh, as well as Parlay Orlando now. And, of course, we're opening up a, um, 
a uh, beachside restaurant in Cocoa Beach, as well as a, a liquor store um, and a gift shop in, in Cocoa oh. Beach as well. Um, and as a matter of fact, I can go ahead and talk about it. Now this went through. We uh, bought the building next to us. So we're right on Orange. Parlay Orlando is right on Orange Avenue, right across from the Beecham, yep. which, you know, both. It used to be Finn Henry's, the space that Parlay yes. occupies. Um, and, of course, the Beecham has, has been there for years. Both kind of staples of uh, that Orange Avenue yep, strip downtown, there. Yep. Um, and we just bought the building to the right of it, uh, the Woods and the Lodge is what it used to be called. And that's the name still. It's just under a different ownership. So we're we're kind of expanding at a, you know exponential rate. Yeah, it's um, impressive. I'm, I'm happy to be working for them. They're a great company, um, great individuals. Yeah, that's great. Good for you. Learning a lot, I'm sure, and uh, just a whole different scene. That's very, very cool. Absolutely. So all along, you know, between Publix and this this entertainment and hospitality space, you get the idea that it's time to run for city commissioner yeah. in Winter Park, Florida. Yes. Um, the election was in March, so what now? Seven months ago, right? Feels like yesterday. Uh, feels like <laughs> yesterday, and I'm sure it feels like ten years ago to some degree. Um, yep. Talk about that a little bit, right? So it must have been late. 2021 where you decide to go all in and, and to do it yeah you know how'd you get there and, and and maybe even more importantly why yeah so um i've always been a, a huge component for the community um and I've, I've just told them the long and short of it is you know there's the kind of next logical step to, to giving back uh to others you know to be able to hold public office whether at the city state or a you know a national level um i think that's almost the greatest way, has to be the greatest way to, um, you know, give back uh, to those, serve the community. Um, You can, you know, change, amend, adjust uh, laws that, you know, directly affect community members. So it was, in a sense, the the next logical step. Uh, How I got there, though, because, of course, something like that doesn't happen overnight, um, uh, I was almost propelled in that direction, uh, not by uh, individuals, but but more circumstances. Yeah. Right. Um, Of course, I interned for the Winter Park Mayor's Office my senior year at Rollins. Um, and as much as that was a requirement to intern uh, as an international business major, um, it, it was also uh, pushing me towards a um, you know career and a, a life that I was uh, looking, yeah, for, which is of service. Um, from there, I joined Leadership Winter Park, yep. um, and that just opened my eyes to um, a lot of uh, community members who are maybe uh, at that point in time, not speaking now, um, were you know disgruntled with uh, anything that they were seeing amongst the city commission. Um, city staff, things of that nature. Um, but but more than that, Leadership Winter Park just opened my eyes to the rich history that is Winter Park. Um, it opened my eyes to residents uh, who, who have a voice who, who might not be being heard. Right. Um, it opened my eyes to residents um, who are being heard, but, you know, no actions are, are, are being taken. Um, and, and that just, you know, obviously didn't sit with me uh, well. Um, uh, through a few conversations with a few other uh, leaders in the, the area and right outside the area as far as, you know, Orange County, um, Winter Park, um, Orlando, uh, it, it was a good opportunity. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, a lot of things go into announcing that you're running for public office or being able to quote unquote, have a chance to win. Um, right. and that's name and brand recognition. And, um, you know, at that point in time, um, I was as quote unquote popular <laughs> uh-huh. as, um, as I, as I, um, had been at that point. Yeah. So, um, you know, it was, it was a good opportunity. Part of the history you talked about of Winter Park, if I'm not mistaken, you would have been, you didn't win. I mean, I'm not sure people know that. You, you, you didn't win, um, which, which is all good. Um, would have been the first African-American city commissioner in, in Winter Park? I believe there was a gentleman, and I, I should know his name. Um, his 
might be Homer, um, but that I might be a misquote as well. Um, there was an African American gentleman who served um, in the, uh, I believe, eighteen hundreds. Okay. Um, yes, uh, I don't know exactly what that looked like or right. what that meant, um, or how that uh, actually came to be. Yeah. Um, and that's you know no shade at, at anybody or anything. Yeah. Um, but uh, I believe I would have been the, the second by definition. Okay. First in 120 some years, so <laughs> right. modern, um, modern years. Yeah. That's um, so. Yeah, I mean, so again, you you didn't win. You kind of. I always feel like, particularly people at your age, you win by not winning um, <laughs> yeah. in, in many ways. What'd you learn? Um, we're, we're not looking for breaking news. Whether you're ever going to run again, but if 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 you were going to run again, or if you were giving advice to somebody to to run, particularly in Winter Park, I guess, but maybe in any kind of elected office, like. What would you do differently? What 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 did you learn, and and how would you do it differently? Knowing oh, what you know now. Oh man, um, I would say uh, something that I think I fell short on just logistically is, uh, you know, we didn't knock on as many doors physically as as I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I mean, I I learned the, the most prominent thing that I probably tell myself or any um, other person, young or old, who's running is to to run your own race. And not saying that I didn't do that because I, I certainly did. I had a great team around me, uh, very supportive of, you know, my decisions and the decisions we make as a team. Um, but I, I would say run your own race, uh, stand on your own principles, you know, um, don't 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 push any jargon or, 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 you know, nonsense that you personally aren't comfortable with or doesn't speak to, to your value. Um, I would love to see more races ran uh, nationally, locally, um, you know, as not as anti, uh, you know, slander for your opponents. Uh, but more of uh, prosperity for you in the city. Um, you know, I, I, I lost about by 600 votes. Uh, we got, <laughs> we got uh, my team received uh, about 3,300 votes. And, you know, um, I tell people all the time, I don't know 3,000 people here we're in the park. <laughs> um, so I am completely grateful uh, to, the, to the residents. Um, I'm completely grateful to everybody who believed in me. I'm completely grateful to those people who had you know never heard of me, um, never met me before, never uh, still haven't met me, um, but decided to cast their vote for um, a young you know African American uh, man who was looking to do some good in the community. Yeah, um, I, I I really appreciate uh, each and every person who who voted for me and those who who offer their support otherwise. Yeah, it's a lot, and um, oh, yeah. you know particularly even Winter Winter Park, it's it's by definition a part time. I wouldn't even call it a job. I mean, right. you do get paid, but sure. it's um, it's not overly consequential for a for you know to to feed a family and, and right. have a life, right? You'd, you'd still want and, and need another another source of income. Um, I mean, so I'll just ask it: Are you going to run again? Ever? <laughs> it, it it has crossed my mind. Yeah. If, I, if another good opportunity uh, comes along, I, I will take it. I would love to to serve the city of Winter Park, you know, at a at a higher level. Um, something you mentioned, uh, you know, what have you learned or, or gained? You know, you essentially, you know, uh, win even though you, you, you know, lost in certain situations. Yep. And um, I was fortunate enough to be appointed to the Economic Develop- Development Advisory Board here in Winter Park right. uh, by Commissioner Cruzada. Um, I uh, also was uh, appointed to the Salvation Army's board um, here in Central Florida. Um, of course, I've been working with Club Blue, which is um, a young professionals board within the uh, Boys and Girls Club of yeah. Central Florida here. Um, so a, a lot of things have uh, come <laughs> yeah, from, for sure. uh, you know, quote unquote, losing the election. Um, but, uh, I, I'm, you know, I wouldn't take a single thing back. It, it was great. It was where, great. Where did that, 
where did service become part of your DNA? I mean, is it parental? Is it is it Geneva? Is it Rollins? Is it all of the above? Um, I would definitely say all of the above. Um, you know, my parents uh, always taught me to put others first and, you know, definitely treat neighbors how, how you want to be treated. And I think if everyone did that, you know, we'd live in a, a, a lot uh, better world. Um, but the, the Geneva School did a great job of instilling that uh, in all of its graduates. Now, I started at Geneva in eighth grade. Um, and I made it all the way throughout high school um, and then, of course, went to Rollins. But at the Geneva School, we had this thing called SALT, and it was really a servathon. And we would really uh, literally take uh, everybody, uh, different grades. They would divide uh, the grades up, um, and they would send them to different areas in the community. Um, and we just serve, um, whether that was uh, putting mulch down at a new playground or helping paint uh, uh, park benches. Um, you know, there was um, a little bit of roller skating uh, with the disabled. Um, it was just a, a whole um, slew of things that the Geneva School kind of instilled in us at an early age. Oh. Um, and if you instills anything uh, in, in children or, you know, they, a younger mind at an early age, I, I think it, it tends to stick with them. Um, and that's something that Geneva School, I, I think, has done for generations. I think that's something that they've uh, done with me. It's something that they continue to do. Um, and it just translates. You know, you start giving at a higher and higher level. Um, and that's when I said, you know, the next logical step to, to giving back was at that point in time to run for city commission. Yeah. So um, but Rollins, of course, pushes that exact same narrative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, global citizenship, I believe, is in the mission statement here. Yep. Um, and that's something you're going to hear in every class, especially orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's something that they you know, yep. propels uh, students in the right direction. And I think that's something that, that helped me out. We've touched on a little bit, but could you, in your words, like how would you summarize, what did you learn at Rollins? Oh, man, if I had to summarize what I learned at Rollins, um, I learned how to be a person. Um, I'm going to draw a little bit off the speech that I gave yeah. at the state of the college. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you as opposed to just being a number or another student uh, here at Rollins, um, you know, you really, really... Um, push to be the best version of yourself. Um, you're pushed to discovery. And I imagine this happens a little bit at every college once you go off on your own and, you know, you're the, the master of your own schedule and, um, you know, you have a guidance, a counselor, um, and you have a few mentors, but um, you're really on your own in college. Yeah. Um, and that was that's a major difference from, you know, any point in your life uh, before. Uh, but I, w- I would say I learned how to, you know, self-govern autonomously, yeah. myself, uh, my time, um, you know, prioritize things. Of course, I was playing basketball here, so um, I didn't own my entire schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I would say I learned how to to be a man um, in, in this world. I learned how to be a, a person in this world as opposed to just a student. Yeah. Um, you, you have to grow up fast sometimes. And, and when I tore my ACL my junior year here at Rollins, I was sidelined, obviously, for a long time. Yeah. You know, I couldn't practice basketball. I couldn't play basketball. I didn't even want to watch basketball at that point because it just hurt. You know, I couldn't be out there. Of course, I was, you know, supporting the team and traveling, but um, it was tough. It was tough. um, But uh, miraculously, you know, through injury, through anything that kind of takes you off the the course that you put yourself on, not that God put you on or or anybody else put you on, but that you put yourself on, uh, you you begin to find things that you really um, like, you know, uh, food. Uh, hobbies, things like that. I started reading more. Um, I became more of a cinematography kind of movie fanatic. Yeah. And I'm definitely one of those <laughs> now. Um, uh, 
you know, I, I discovered the passion for helping others and uh, being in the community and giving back to those who aren't afforded, you know, the same opportunities that I was or, you know, the person next to me was. Um, and those are things that you learn through kind of trial and tribulation. So um, I, I would say Rollins taught me how to be a uh, productive, functioning member of society. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, you Did you do anything at WPRK when you were a student? Because I know you are now, so I want to hear about what you're doing now uh, at WPRK. Did you do anything when you were a student? Uh, so uh, <laughs> a couple friends of uh, mine, um, a couple teammates at that time, Hutton, you know, uh, who's actually still playing still basketball playing, yeah. here. Um, he's an old man. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Chu and Itchionia, uh and Kevin Shadade. We were uh, uh, good friends here on campus. Chu played on the basketball team yep. as well. Kevin was um, affiliated. And we all um, – we started the radio show. Uh, we had been talking about it for a while. We did a lot of just sitting on the couch um, and just talking all the time. Um, and we was like, you know what? Uh, we got an email. We kept getting emails from WPRK, Greg Golden. You know, shout out to Greg. Um, <laughs> and it was saying, you know, Rollins students can have their own radio show. And we were just like, you know, why not? I mean, we have some time. As long as we can make our schedules align for one hour throughout the week, um, we, should, we can do a radio show. So it started off with uh, Chu, Kevin, Hutton, and I. Um, and we called it Everything Under the Sun. Love it. And that's exactly what we talked about, which is Everything Under the Sun. <laughs> we didn't have any topics. Uh, I think the best segment that we did was um, uh, Happening Hypotheticals with Hutton. And we <laughs> he actually got a book um, of, uh, I think it was 101 uh, Hypotheticals. That was the, the name of the book. And uh, for about 20 minutes in every show, we just go through the most ridiculous hypotheticals. Fantastic. And it, and it was fun. It was it was uh, kind of un un censored uh Rollin or um, college humor yeah i love it and it so was, what about now what do you, you you got a show now too right yes yes we we've turned a little bit more to um a i guess promotional uh side of things um uh, we have uh what's called creative control radio um and that's our record label uh music brand uh that we started here in winter park florida uh chew and i uh, he goes by mecca he's an artist he's the only artist we, we currently have and, and that's by design um and we started a, a radio show Cool. Um, based on that, uh, we've just been bringing in local artists. We've been bringing in uh, musicians, people who've been on you know, Billboard Top 100, uh, people who've had number one singles. Uh, there's a lot, uh, just so everyone knows, there's a lot of local talent here in Orlando and Winter Park uh, who have done remarkable things and are, are starting to do remarkable things right here in our own backyard. Yeah. And that's something that we've uh, been trying to highlight um, as well as you know get our brand out there and everything. Um, so every Tuesday at 7.15 p.m., uh, we do have a radio show here called Creative Control Radio. And we keep it light. Uh, it's fun. It. Um, this, it's interesting sitting on this side of the table. Usually <laughs> I'm, I'm back there, um, right. you, know, uh, you know, touching the keys and everything. But uh, it's, it's, it's great. I love uh, it's it. It's something for the community. Did I ever tell you that Hutton, I, I played basketball against his dad when I graduated. We had a bunch of our <laughs> buddies, a bunch of Rollins basketball players, and we played in the city league. And we played against Hutton's dad for years and years. And when he was a freshman, I you know would come to games and I'd see this guy and I'm like, I, I mean we played against him and it was just a, you know an incredibly very Orlando thing and very yep. small world that there's his kid now playing at Rollins <laughs> yeah. so he's a star good dude good yeah. family, um, shift gears a little bit on you know this is Rollins around town so how how do you see Rollins around town I mean where do you see Rollins around town how do you see Rollins around town how do you think others see Rollins around town in Central Florida. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, obviously, I I I think the world of Rollins. <laughs> I think Rollins um, should be in, in every street corner, in every city, in every uh, country. Love it. Um, 
but I tell you something about uh, elections uh, and campaigns. You know, you, you get the best of everybody um, and you also get the worst, you know, just the reality of it. Um, and it, it was surprising to hear. And I guess my, my mother says, you know, for everybody who has a, an, uh, an I, there's someone who says a nay. Um, there was a, a not a good amount of people, uh, less than a good amount of people um, who uh, did not like Rollins. And that was the first uh, mm-hmm. Rollins as an institute uh-huh. or, or here in the, the right. city. And that was the first up until that point. You know, I'm, I'm 25 now. That was the first I had ever heard. Of, of anyone not liking Rollins College. And, you know, I, I can't really fathom that uh, myself. Um, if anything, you know, I would think you, you have a neutral opinion about a, a college, but not so much that you, you know, don't like it. I, I'm not sure there's anything not to like here. Um, but I, I think overall, if you, again, to percentages, I would say 90%, 95% of residents and everybody here in the Winter Park area, the Orlando area, Orange County even. If you know about Rollins, you likely love it. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, I think Rollins has a great reputation around town, philanthropic. Um, Sam, you, of course, um, are, are you know associated with all the inner dealings uh, within the community um, and probably outside the community as it pertains to Rollins. Um, I think you guys do a great job of bridge building, uh, keeping relationships alive, um, you know, engaging elected officials, engaging uh, residents, especially engaging students. And something that I think is terrific uh, that happens here at Rollins is the, um, the the big push for international students. Yeah, I think we have a huge uh, international student base here, um, and I think the international students feel at home. Yeah, here, Love um, that. And I think that's beautiful. Yep. So, what's next for you? What's next? You know, I if I had a crystal ball, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I, I I will likely be in the hospitality entertainment industry for a uh, very long time. Okay, good. Um, at least for the foreseeable future, um, I will likely uh, be throwing my hat in the ring for a public office, whether it's here in the city or Orange County. Um, at some point in time, um, where it's best, um, and it's always dependent on when and where I can do the most good. Right. Um. Right. Um, you know, I currently sit on a few boards here um, in, in the Central Florida area. Um, what's next for me, <laughs> I would guess, is just to keep giving back. There you go. Uh, keep contributing. Um, keep trying to, to do the next best thing is what I've been told. And I'll take you all the way home. I like it. Well, to find out more about Elijah, you can f- track him down, I know, on LinkedIn. Uh, yes. Elijah Noel. And he right. may probably Instagram. Yeah. Anywhere uh, else? My Instagram, uh, my Instagram handle is Elijah underscore Noel one. Um, of course, I'm on Facebook as Elijah Noel as well. Um, Twitter, I believe, is Elijah underscore Noel one as well. Yeah, um, I'm engaging. Uh, so if you yes, guys you ever want to reach me, uh, just go ahead and, and send me a message. I answer most of my own messages there, and um, I love to sit down and talk with anybody who's I love it. willing to listen. <laughs> anything else I didn't ask about, or anything else you want to share with uh, with our listeners? Uh I think that's that's just about it. Awesome. Um, I, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank uh, you, Sam, uh, for for having me on the show um, and for uh, the always life uh, expertise and everything that <laughs> well, you <y'all. laughs> you yeah. know give it to me your your knowledge. Um, I, I think mentorship is the the way to go. You know, just sharing experiences in life and um, anybody who's willing to share their own experiences so that another doesn't make the same mistakes. I'm grateful for really. Love getting to know you and work with you. And uh, like I said, I'm betting on you in the future. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks for what you're doing. And thanks for being with us here today on Rollins Around Town, Elijah Noel. Uh, Thanks to Layla, our awesome Rollins student, who's our marketing coordinator and board operator. 
Uh, keep updated on all of our shows and guests. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rollins Around Town and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. So with that, we again thank Elijah Noel for being our guest, and uh, we wish you a great day. Thanks.